0: You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 57. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It, a podcast dedicated to sharing practical insight and honest perspective on being grown. My name is Tiffany and I am your host, And if this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, 57th time listening, welcome back. We are very happy to have you. Today's episode is brought to you by How She Elevates the Course, career success strategies grounded in your story and fueled by your faith. My online workshop series will help you put your faith to work in your career. And each week in the course, we will walk through principles that will help you get clear about your strengths, grow your confidence that's rooted in faith, and develop a tangible plan for your career success that puts you and your goals and purpose at the center. If you want to learn more information, visit fourcornerscoach.com slash the course, and that's F-O-U-R, or visit the show notes for this week's episode at com, and you will find the link there. And again, the show notes for this week's episode will be available at howdoshedoapodcast.com. If you have not connected with me on social media yet, you can follow me at Tiff South everywhere, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Snapchat, um, Facebook even. If you want to follow the show's page, visit It, and that is on Instagram and Twitter as well. And thank you in advance for your five-star ratings and reviews. We greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. We are up to 123 ratings in the in the Apple podcast app so if you have not done so already please feel free to go over and leave a five star rating and review there it is greatly greatly appreciated <laughs> This week's Just My Thoughts is actually the entire rest of this episode. Usually Just My Thoughts is the segment of the show where I share my thoughts on something that I'm reading, a resource that I came across, something that I want to recommend, something that I'm listening to, something that I want to tell you to stay away from. But because I'm recording this episode a a week after Black Panther, Marvel's new kind of addition to the Marvel universe of comic movies, the movie came out and I wanted to share some of my thoughts on the movie, but more not a review. This is not going to be a think piece on all of the intricacies of the storyline and the parallels between, you know, the, the racial dynamics between, you know, the African diaspora and African Americans and all those kinds of things cuz I think all of that is great. I've have not stopped reading articles about the movie since it came out from the costume design to the set design to the the representation of racial tension demonstrated in the movie. But what I want to talk about is how the movie made me feel and what me made what it made me think about in relation to knowing and owning who you are. So I saw the movie twice (laughs) and in preparation for the movie, there's all this hype. It's, you know, one of the first movies with such uh, so many black people on cast in behind the scenes, as far as the costume design and directors and producers and all those kinds of things. And, so there was a big push for people to go see it. Right. My uh, Cornell, and then the black Cornell Black Alumni Association organized viewings all around the country to go see it. It broke all kinds of records. People were wearing all black. I wore all black. People were wearing, you know, um, Ankara and different types of like African attire. And that people were taking kids to go see buying out theaters And it was a very big, like, kind of prideful movement. (laughs) I just tried to say movement and moment at the same time. So I said movement, which is kind of... Anyway, and so I was excited, right? I do not watch comic book movies. I'm not a Star Wars, not a, you know, sci-fi kind of girl. But I was going to support this movie for the sake of supporting this movie no matter what. So I didn't really know what to expect. I go in there. And from the very beginning, the very opening scenes, your emotions are caught up in a a complex story. And as I'm watching the movie, I'm paying attention to the different themes that are woven without. But what I was most taken aback by was the excitement and the pride and the connection And the identification that I made with different characters at different points in the movie and the way that I felt when I left the movie. Like I felt like something had been accomplished. I felt like there was a something really remarkable about being able to see women black women represented in such an amazing and powerful way the complexity of the black man's journey and the complexity of the diaspora represented in one movie the complexity and the richness right so all of these things i'm leaving this theater feeling so good feeling so elated recognizing that there's also a lot of um questions and and challenges related to the storyline and like the 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 way that some characters are held up higher than others and all that kind of thing. Right. But like I said, that's not what we're here to talk about. What I, when I left that theater feeling the way that I did and identifying and connecting and wanting so much to be proud of this fictitious and part of even this fictitious place, like talking about moving to Wakanda and like everybody's talking about moving to Wakanda. I think United put up like a fake, um, like airline um, route to departing and leaving from somewhere and going to the Wakanda or whatever. But it made me really think about the idea that it is important as people that we know who we are and that we know where we come from and that we are able to see and identify things that make us who we are in to see it in society and popular culture and to know it within ourselves. So when I think about the majority of the characters in the movie, with the exception of Eric Killmonger, who was played by Michael B. Jordan and not even him because he also knew where he came from. He just had a very complicated connection to his kind of dual identity, which is a parallel to the way many black people in America feel. But what the people of Wakanda sort of represented was this ideal society where they were able to self-determine and not be influenced by outside factors, right? They were not colonized. They managed to keep themselves protected from the world and were able to define their own identity, develop their own resources. They knew where they came from. They knew what their legacy was. They knew the power they possessed with and within their country within their people within their resources they knew what they had access to they did not feel as though their civilization or their people or their potential had a ceiling and that is because i think they were so they were so connected to something that was so deep within it was almost like a it was an assumption it wasn't even a question about that they were powerful it wasn't a question that they had potential it wasn't a question that they had this authority and this ability to to be and just exist and be as great as they wanted to be and and just and just survive in a very like I said self-determined way but what and what that made me think about was and then so like I said that inspired this feeling of excitement and joy and like Wanting to be wanting to feel that and being connected to that, and almost aspiring to that, and the way that people kind of felt leaving the theater and leaving the movie and talking about it on social media. And it made me realize that we have the ability to walk in that same feeling every single day as believers in Christ. And I had to catch myself as I started to like, to feed, to not, not I want to say feed into, because it's not like this, you know, it's obviously, it's not a real place. Right. But this going down this line of talking about wanting to move to Wakanda. Right. And it's fun and it's, and it's exciting and it's nice to say, but what I took away from this movie is that I have to walk in, in the true identity that I have in Christ and that, I know who I am when I look to the word and what it says about how much God loves me and about how he chose us and how we are joint heirs with Christ and that we are meant to be lamps, that our light is not meant to be hidden, that we are meant to serve and love one another and to have a specific gift and purpose that are unique to us in this world and that we are meant to contribute and reflect the, the power and the strength of the Holy spirit that has been given, that has been gifted to us through Christ. And it really just made me recognize that I am powerful. You are powerful already. There is a default in that like that that is that is a that is a truth that is not a an assumption that can be questioned that is a truth but the challenge is that we live in a world that has that strips us and challenges us every single day every day we are faced with pressures and exposure that comes for our peace. It comes for our joy. It comes for our confidence. It comes for our bank accounts. It comes for our relationships. It comes for our sanity. It comes for our, from, for our body. It comes for our body, our sense of our body image. Like all of these different things challenge the identity that we, and what we are supposed to know and believe and walk confidently in, in our identity in Christ. And What I want you to do and think about is, who are you? Like, who does the word say that you are? What does the word say about you? What does the word say about your fears? What does the word say about the trials that you face and what potential and patience and character that they build up in you. What does the word say about the way you are supposed to show up in this world every day? Not because someone, not because this world has given you an an identity, but because God has defined who you were. He created us in his image. So if he created us in his image, how am I allowing the images that I see on social media to tell me who I am or who I am not. And, and I say that to say that it is not easy to, to ignore the influences of this world, but it is necessary that we deprogram the way that we have been told who we are by what this world says and reprogram who we are based on what the word says about who we are. Because if I can walk out of a movie based on a fictitious place with characters that, again, are the themes are based in reality and they're meant to reflect reality, but if I can feel that way coming out of a movie, feeling as positive as I did, I should walk every single day positive and happy and joyful and... Because of the knowledge that I have of who Christ is and what he did for me, what the sacrifice that God the Father made by giving his son for my life, that should fill me with pride and joy and excitement and should allow me to walk tall in this in this world every single day. So I wanted to just leave you with that. I wanted to just say that there is so much power in knowing who you are and drawing your understanding of who you are from the word and going straight to that source for things that will guide you, that will affirm you and that will ground you because when you know who you are, you can be affirmed in the sense that you will be able to state and assert positively and maintain as true. What is true about you when you are confident and know the power of who you are and the power that lies within you, you will be grounded in a way that will not allow you to be shaken and moved and disturbed by what the world tries to say about you. And when you are confident in who you are and know and understand the power of who you are, you will be guided in directions that you should move in and away from directions that you shouldn't go in. And again, I'm not saying this to say that it is easy. I am not saying this to say that it is not a challenge to actually live and walk in this every single day. But when you find yourself in those places of uncertainty about who you are or you hear the lies of insecurity and lack of confidence and kind of poverty mindset and fixed mindset where you think where you are is is as is as great as you're going to get go to the source go to the word get some get get a reminder and a refresher of the truth that comes from that that comes from the word that comes from the source and that is really the place where you are to draw your identity and where you are to draw your strength like i just keep thinking about what it would be like if i walked in the knowledge of what god says about me every day that's what i want you to take away like what would that look like for you how would you show up in this world differently if you actually owned and accepted as fact like accepted as true what the bible says Not like a, it's not a discussion. It's not really, it's not an optional thing. Like this is who you are. This is who you're supposed to be. What if we walked in that every day? That's what I want you to think about going into this next week. And that's what I want you to meditate on. That's what I want you to pray about. And that's what I want you to look to the word for. Find out what it says about you. I mentioned a few things in this episode, but the more time that you spend in scripture for yourself, the more deep rooted and a, and and a more clear your understanding of who you are actually is and the stronger your ownership of that power of who you are becomes thank you for listening to episode 57 of how does she do it as I mentioned, the show notes for this week's episode will be available at com. You will find information about how she elevates the course there. If you have not done so already, please feel free to leave a five-star rating and review in the Apple Podcast app. Connect with me on all the social medias, at Tiff South on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Snapchat, which I don't really use anymore, but I might use it eventually. Um, Follow the show at how does underscore she do it on Twitter and Instagram and shout out to mode by low. And I hope I'm, I'm not, might not be pronouncing the username properly, but thanks for listening. Thanks for mentioning the show in your story. Thanks for using the hashtag. How does she pod? And thanks for listening to the Minda hearts episode. Minda is out here doing amazing things on behalf of women in color in the workplace And if you have comments, questions, suggestions, please feel free to send an email to Tiffany at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com. I look forward to connecting with you in episode 58. And until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.